0: Welcome back to the third episode of Season 3 of Songcraft Breaking It Down. It is my first choice of the season, and I've went with a bit of a controversial song. Um, I only know it's controversial because Ethan told me (laughs) over the last week I'm going to have to defend this song with all my might. Uh, I chose the song To Be With You by Mr. Big, which is a brilliant song. The reason I chose this song is because We'll get into it a lot more, but it's not just a great song, but it's a great sing along song. Which is why I've fallen in love with this song over the last I don't know, six months. It's acoustic, it's very different to what Mr. Big used to do. They're more of a glam metal band, but then they do this acoustic song that's brilliant. It's and I'm gonna quote um someone from AllMusic they described the song as a campfire sing-along ballad and I think that describes the song perfectly. That's why I love it, because this is the kind of song that you get a group of people together and you can just play it and sing it. It's not supposed to be complicated. It's not supposed to be difficult. It's a chilled out song. It's it's a little bit like a Wonderwall or a Chasing Cars. That's why I love this song. Not because it's big or technical, because it's simple and it does the simple things well. I think that's a fundamental brilliance to this song is how it does the little things really, really well. It does the kind of group singing, it's got all the makings of a ballad, it tells a nice little story, it's quite uplifting, quite encouraging, and let's be honest, after a couple of lessons you can't help but sing along to the group during the chorus, unless you're, well, Ethan.
1: Yeah.
2: So what did you gents think of this song? (laughs) I I mean I want to kind of start off by asking Ethan what's your problem?
1: <laughs> this whole song is like Pride and Prejudice. Nothing happens. Absolutely nothing happens.
2: Sounds it's like you've been listening to too much Delamitri.
1: <laughs> Delamitri is a good campfire song. Like if you want campfire songs, Dmitri's not is a you song say, remember. Wonderwall <laughs> nothing ever happens delimitri brilliant if you want to be a bit more aggressive rise against so they've some, done some phenomenal I don't know, use that word again it's going to be the next uh, phrase of the season um, campfire songs um, there was one acoustic song i was trying to learn the other day and i can't remember what it was now but that 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 song too that's also a good campfire song whichever song it happens to be this is just such a boring song like genuinely when i was sitting there listening to this at the start so. I was sitting there at college thinking, right, I'm gonna try and listen to this song so I can give it a decent score, so I don't just make Ryan cry on the podcast. I got through it once. I, my plan was to listen to it on loop, like I do with a lot of songs. Once, and about ten seconds into the second play, I thought I I can't do this anymore.
0: No, I wouldn't I wouldn't listen to this on repeat. No. I would put this I on. I not listen to it once, let alone on repeat. <laughs> I,
1: I don't guess I don't get so that,
0: I, I would listen I would probably listen to this over Wonderwall. Then you're a freak. Wonderwall is boring to me now. Like, I'll listen to it and I enjoy it, but I won't actively put it on. This song is at the point just now where I will actively put it on. Wonderwall's past that phase for me. I think because
2: we've all known Wonderwall for so long and it's such a popular one, we're so used to hearing it and blasted by it. But every once in a while, Wonderwall is amazing. You know, yes. it fits the mood perfectly and I think that's the same with this song if you just repeat it over and over and over and over and over again it boring. it's It's going to get boring just like every other song um, and so that immediately discounts it from 100 um, because you can't replay it over and over again um, but if you play a song over and over again you will get bored of it That's that's a rule of all music so
1: if you play a song once and are already bored of it
2: then
0: why why do you find then this, you just don't like the song why why do you find that song boring well l- allow me to do the drum beat to it I genuinely as a drummer I don't see anything wrong with that because well, of the nature of song it is this is not meant to be even Wonderwall's terrible on drums let's be honest We Oasis... yeah, got a
1: fun guitar after it and what Anna about has Liam Gallagher Yeah, but singing,
0: Oasis, Oasis, Oasis you'd one beat and, like, two fells through every them.
1: song on... The guitar is really fun to play. It's become a meme for the whole guitarist world. That's true. And That's it's true. Liam Gallagher's voice. And Liam Gallagher arguably has one of the greatest pop voices out there. This guy has a really whiny voice. He's, like, I, I can't get into it. Like Some people like that. That I can accept. That's fair. To be honest, I can accept someone liking this song. I'm just being fussy for the sake of being fussy. Pedantic. It provides some controversy to enter the season three. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the song, is, it's a two-chord strumming beat. There's nothing fun going on to it. I'll admit that the solo is
0: I think the solo, it's well written. I think it sucks If it the wasn't soul.
1: there, then I don't know how I would be able to score the song. Any. Oh no, the, the solo the song... is the song's one redeeming feature.
0: I I would say the soul needs to be there. I wouldn't enjoy this song as much if they didn't have the soul
1: in it. The it's very. You know how we've used the phrase "it's been done to death." It's a love song, where he doesn't get his own way. It's a very common theme. It's far too positive a sound. of you looked for into that type of song. Have you looked into the story behind this song? Not at all. There's where you're wrong. Okay, well, at first Enlighten my first impression <laughs> because the first impression like, of the song is that it's been done to death. But go you the the
0: kind of like the the theme has probably been done to death in pop culture. But if you think of when this song was released, it was probably before a lot of that came along. A lot of this kind of song, this kind of writing really came popular in the 90s with pop-punk and that kind of era, and started coming in a lot more then. This song actually has a personal story to the songwriter, which is why I respect it a little bit more than a lot of the other generic pop-punk songs were. Um, Bowling for Soup's, um, What's the song I'm trying to reference? Girl, the Bad Guys 1. Yeah. That's... I don't think... Maybe I'm wrong to say this, but I don't think there's a personal meaning to the songwriter in that song. I think that's kind of just Bowling for Soup. Doing what Bowling for Soup did very well is right on what a lot of kids felt in high school. And It's like
2: um with The Offspring, you know. It's, they're very
0: similar, kind of. Yeah, and Good Charlotte as well with, like, The Loser Anthem. Yeah. And, like, fair enough, some of these guys did actually experience that and wrote about it. This guy... Did also experience this um, there is a genuine true story behind it and bear in mind that he wrote this song when he was about 17, 16 or 17 yeah,
2: 16, 17
0: now, we're 19, 20 and 22 respectively and none of us have wrote a song that has 250 million plays on Spotify and is loved by many and is a brilliant song my opinion Taylor Swift did it better Taylor Swift did it several years later When do care she did it better Taylor Swift was the kind of artist that they were kind of looking for in the late noise What that's, what? that's, that's discussion for a separate day let's go to the actual story and I will just quote him on it um, yeah. So it was Eric Eric Martin, the lead singer of Mr Big, um, wrote this song when he was still a teenager. Um, the girl was the lassie called Patricia Reynolds and basically the story is he fancied her. Um, he says we were really good friends. I was totally enamoured with this woman. She was beautiful, smart, I mean brained, beauty, break down the walls, made me crawl on my belly like a reptile. That's quoting by the way. <laughs> it's not my description. Um He says, I just love this woman and she wanted to be my friend. She'd have tons of boyfriends and maybe she misconstrued promiscuity for love, but I wanted to be the knight in shining armour. That's what it was, a knight in shining armour. But basically, I didn't get my feet wet. I I wrote it about how I would have done anything to be to just be more than a friend and a confidant. And I think by the time this song was properly written and starting to be recorded, he'd kind of moved on, he'd realised they weren't meant to be, and then wrote it to impress his sister's girlfriends, basically. <laughs> but I still think to be writing a song that's that good at 16, 17 years old, that's pretty impressive.
1: Mm-hmm. It, I suppose... But there's lots of other artists who have also had very young musical careers and have written their own songs. I mean I respect that he's written something. Even if it is this. <laughs> but you know how Pride and Prejudice, if you go on Amazon, the plot review for that for Pride and Prejudice is people visit each other's houses.
0: No idea. Th- that's They're the whole right plot up. that's
1: the whole that's the whole plot review. Pride and Prejudice, and it's a very accurate description of what happens in Pride, Pride and Prejudice. For the record, I was there to read this book, and I'm still not finished it after like, seven months, because it's killing me inside. But the review for it, the very fittingly, was, people visit each other's houses, because that's all that's happened. This song, Creepy Simp Gets Rejected, is all I can hear from every lyric of this song. Look into it. It's I, just, I'm not going to read it because it's pathetic, but it's like reading a One Direction song. That's exactly s- what this is. This was...
0: I see a lot more story <sighs> behind this and a lot more feeling in him singing it than a One Direction song has. And this is acoustic with genuine percussion. I, I think the percussion you touched on it earlier, but you criticised it. I don't think we should be criticising... That kind of simple percussion, because when you're, if you're writing a song that's like a campfire song, you you can't play Wonderwall on drums at a campfire, can you? I can't play Wonderwall on drums anywhere. No, but this is my point. You can't take a drum kit to a campfire, right? There's still something really good in that. You can just like, and I've I've done this with a cajon, which is just a small box, if you don't know what it is, look it up. But you can also just do it stomp, clap. And it's similar to um, We Will Rock You by Queen. I was going to mention that that's earlier. It's literally just... It's just adding one more bass kick. That's
1: it. That's all We Will Rock You is. But that's but a good song by comparison. It's got something else going for it. Such as? Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Yeah. It's and Brian
0: queen. May. It's Queen. Um but this is thats what I mean with this song is that you don't actually need a guitar to play this song. Similar to Wheel Rock You you don't need a guitar.
1: There isn't one. Except for the there solo is. and except Wheel Rock solo. Yeah,
0: it's like, oh there's not a guitar apart from the massive guitar solo. You don't need a guitar oh, yes. for this song. You don't need a guitar for Queen's You do need a guitar to for Wheel the songs that
1: has that solo in it and that is the only redeeming feature.
0: Oh no, but you don't I said that because because if you sit down with a group of people and you just sing this song you don't need the solo on the guitar you just need a
1: pillow and a blanket
0: no (laughs) i I genuinely think because you can just sit there and just like bass clap bass clap and you can sing this song the whole way through without you know without a guitar you don't need the guitar it's nice to have it but you don't need it Um, Mm -hmm. and I think it's what this song does really well it's good for a group of people to sit down and have a little sing song too it's similar to I would say Chasing Cars Chasing Cars is a great background song until you actually play it with a group of people then it's a great song to play
1: I think it's it's not a background song Chasing uh, Chasing Chasing Cars cars is is very
2: similar very similar to this in that if you play it too many times it becomes boring Um, at least in Mm -hmm. my opinion well, maybe... See, that, that's where we... Like because, it. like, you were talking about Pride and Prejudice earlier and how it's taken you seven months to get through it. I read it There's in a, a month and it's it one of my <laughs> favourite <now>. books. <laughs> See, I read I it quickly how. and it's my favourite. Unpopular so I just opinion, Mr Darcy was better at
1: the start. No, you're not meant to if love the antagonist. He's not the antagonist. Mr Darcy's a sound guy. Everyone hates him because he doesn't want to speak to anyone. Of course he doesn't want to speak to anyone. He's reading his newspaper. Leave the man alone. Stop going to his house when he's in the middle of reading his book. Just let him go in peace. I'd be annoyed too if you were trying to distract me from just sitting around reading. That's my, that's my rant for this episode. Well, one of my rants for this episode. I Mr. Darcy was this. better before the book happened.
2: I'm sure you can take your issues up with Jane Austen. She's
1: <laughs> not dead. I think,
0: um, coming, coming back to this song, I also think that less big instruments that they've got. The, the You've got an acoustic guitar, you've got a bass drum, hand claps, and that's about it for instrumentation, and I think that... you not even have a bass drum, you just stomp on his foot. No, it is, it's a bass drum. Not a very convincing one, but okay. It is, but it's it's tuned low. You need that in this kind of song, because it's, it, it adds to this more warm, heart-rendering feel to the lyrics. Yeah. it's the
2: subconscious flow through rather than a powerful bang yes. thing.
0: these are written from the heart of bear in mind a 16 year old who probably didn't know any better let's be honest all been there, all done that and that's why I think it's, it's good writing that's why I think the way they've gone about producing this song is good they've kept it low key they've kept it gentle, they've kept it soft they've not been in your face with big flashy guitars with electric guitars. They
1: easily could have made this a hair metal song, but they didn't. No, there's no need yeah. for that. The acoustic song would have been good if it had a more interesting guitar pattern to it.
0: But you don't need some an inter- feel to it. An interesting but what guitar about, pattern. What is about
2: um, Every Rose? That's got a two... In fact, no, it uses two chords for the predominancy of the entire song, and then at the chorus, it uses two different chords and then just goes back to the same two chords again. There's I mean, no drum beat to that it. at all. No, it's it high voice a that you
1: take sh- issue sh- with. He also has the tap on the guitar. There's a bit of a... No, it's not a yeah. high voice. I like Redovan Fleet. I have found, just to change the subject though, I have found one other redeeming feature about this song. He uses an metaphor... Mm-hmm. Two of them, even. Waited on a line of greens and blues. I wanted
2: to talk jealousy about that and, that and depression. figure out what it means.
1: <laughs> it means jealousy and depression. Ah.
0: And I would say lean into it is... I would argue it's a very well-known album cover without actually being a well-known album. Yeah. With the train coming Checking. off the building. I've seen that picture used so many times, and yeah. I've only, I think recently, when I find Master Baggins or less into more of it more of their stuff that I realised it was it was used on their album cover
1: it's a bit like um, Dark Side of the Moon in this modern generation where everyone goes around with the prism on their shirts but has no idea where it comes from Sadly, yeah. yes, and has
2: no idea who David Gilmore is
1: which mm-hmm. is a crime in any country I was in charge of Pink Floyd are phenomenal I'm going to use it again in, in um, all what honesty, was that album called? So I just to, so I can look it up and actually agree lean with you. On into it. In this episode. lean into it. You could have just looked up "Master Bag" on Spotify and. I look. could have done it. Um, I've, I've not seen that, but okay. Sorry. What was
2: I gonna ask? I can't remember. I I think. Also sorry. If you had actually chosen Wild World, I think Ethan would have liked that better. Not to say that it's more interesting. But it is it is a bit jivier and to be honest, Wild World is above to be with you in my estimations because I think it's a really kind of powerful song. I like Wild
1: World. I'm not Wild saying that the song needs to be interesting. Just to clarify, I'm, I'm just saying that it needs to have something going for it, and in this, I just can't see what that is. It's got so his voice is slightly weak. I think actually, for what he's trying to do, that's maybe just me. It, I don't get the feel. Ryan says there is, so that's fair to him. I don't personally see it. I don't get any emotional response to the song. The guitar is, suffice it to say, easy. With the exception, perhaps, of the solo, which takes some learning. You can't just play it by ear. It's tasty. Like, I mean, you can if you're the good. Yes. It fits the song. It fits the song is really good. well. That I can credit for them, credit them for. But in itself, just the whole song, nothing happens. <laughs> you go in expecting an experience, and you come out still waiting for it to happen. That might be your issue then. I, you the know first, what I mean. Stop taking everything everything I say so literally.
0: I, I just think if you go into this song expecting the big experience, you're not going to get it because this is a heart. it's a a song from his heart which makes i think the big difference is that you first lesson i kind of knew roughly what he was on about and when i read the whole story behind the song it kind of all made sense and all clicked into place and it's just it's quite a i don't know an encouraging song and if you've ever felt like that you will relate to the song quite strongly and that maybe adds to it it may be because I like it more, because I've got a little bit more of a personal feel with this song than you do. But I think what makes the chorus nice is you get that group singing, the whole band singing together, with him singing kind of a lead, almost solo vocals, um, that kind of throws off, but he sings different parts of it, each chorus, it just throws a little bit extra, so it depends on what vocals you're focusing on as well. I think it's... I, I've loved this song. I do have a bit of a personal connection to it, which helps, but I think it's a really really good song and for a 16, 17 year old to write it, it's pretty good in my book.
1: If you've been 16 or 17 when you'd recorded it, I might have given a bit more slack, but you could have easily changed a couple of bits just to... I mean the course is, I'm the one who wants to be with you deep inside, I hope you feel it too. How touching, but also how basic. Just saying, If I were one of the lasses he was trying to impress, I don't think I would have been all that impressed. You're a very very hard person to impress. (laughs) We we all know that's not true. (laughs) I am the most easily amused person you'll ever meet.
2: I think, after just watching the music video, it kind of sums up the whole song. That it's shot in a simple location, just the band there, and all they have is an acoustic guitar, a bass, and a tambourine, and a drum and their hands. That's the song. It's basic. But at the same time, because it's basic, it doesn't make it bad. Basic does not equal bad. Bad equals bad.
0: I've
2: even as gesturing <laughs> I've enjoyed
0: that we've just argued like the whole episode, we've probably not covered the song very well, we've, me and Ethan have just been arguing about <laughs> what, I, what I'm trying to get across to our listeners is not to pay attention to Ethan's score yeah
2: form your own opinions I'm purely saying you don't this because
0: like... he's, he's eating just now nice, so he can't, he can't he can't provide a rebuttal
1: I can you're just not going to enjoy hearing it. Really? <laughs> it has been an argument, I'm not going to deny that. This was on one of the CDs, it was was at... Um, all I can remember was a slightly untoward album cover on it, it was like a holiday hits album. With nice. a woman with some clothing on. But yeah, we, what we did is just took the, the book out and folded the first page over so the, uh, the album cover was just the chart list. <laughs> But, yeah, this song was on that album. And I just have no recollection of ever liking this song. It'd be always the one you skipped on the album. I don't know what it is about it. Maybe in the environment you're talking about, maybe it would be a bit more enjoyable. I can't say... I've never been on these campfire ones where you sit around a campfire and sing a song. So I can't say... That,
0: that may be the
1: big difference. It might be. Maybe you just need the atmosphere to be able to enjoy a song like this. But... Yeah, I would I, never go on Spotify and think, you know what, it would be a really good driving song. You know what I really want to listen to while I'm doing this work here, writing out forms or something. I'm with it you. It would not be this. I, I agree with you 100% on that. I wouldn't
0: go to this song actively to um, do work to, or, you know, this is, I love this song because I enjoy playing it with people and singing along to it with people, or singing along to it just while I'm making a sandwich or something. Because it's a song that if you can't sing along to it, it's not got an awful lot going for it, listening-wise. Which comes into your point that it is. It's simple. It's basic. But I think that's what's fun with a group of people, is if you get a group of people and they all sing that chorus just as the band does, there's very, I've always said it, there's very few things that put a a bigger smile on my face than just Sitting with a group of people and playing music it doesn't necessarily mm. have to be a good song. It doesn't have to be played well. Chasing cars. Um. We forgot one. I
1: have I have done that. Sat around and had music, okay, and we had. Well, we only had a guest stop. Who we was actually going to be a guest on this season? We had a guest stop. Um, at the, a friend of ours, and we sat and played "Good Riddance" "Time of Your Life," which is yes. also a great campfire song. So I, I just want to throw a disclaimer. in now that we're kind of close to the end of this episode, I don't care what other people listen to. I just like winding Ryan up, it's the same reason I talk negatively about the script every time Ryan mentions them it winds them up a little bit listen to whatever you like, I don't mind I personally think this song is really boring everyone else is perfectly alright to like it the script had some pretty alright songs I wouldn't say they're a top tier band, I wouldn't say they're up there but some of their songs would be like, yeah, that, you know, that's, a, that's a good song I just like to pretend I hate them because it annoys Ryan and I just wanted to get that out of the way um, I actually just, think this, just has been been
0: really, this has been a really fun episode cause we've not all agreed
1: We've just sat in well, the We've it. And mm. I can't. I'm not going to pretend for the sake of anything that this song has grown on me anymore. I remember oh, hearing right. this when I was younger. And I, I just remember wanting the next song to come on every time it came on.
0: See what what are listeners? I mean, this. Sorry, I've 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 known Ethan for a while and. I know Ethan's stubborn, so I didn't come into this episode thinking I can change his score. I came into this episode to provide one, a fair argument against what he was saying, and two Um and the second thing I wanted to do was make sure that our listeners kind of just ignored everything that he said. <laughs> I'm not
1: stubborn. I just know it's what you sure. like and what I don't like. If you can talk like you can change my argument I agree with. There's been multiple times and multiple songs where I've looked at a song and thought no, I'm not fussed on that. And then you've talked me out of it. And given me a good reason. Showed me something I'm about ch- him. I'm Actually, yeah, no, that, that's reasonable. I'm going to choose like Anthony you Anthony, you Anthony, Anthony did it with um, Billy Eilish. I just <laughs> another one it. of them. Anthony showed me that uh, her brother writes the songs. They're, they have a connection. It's still not my kind of music. But I accept her that she is a musician in her own way. Actually, can play the keyboard, I learnt. I'm, I'm going to choose good for you next time. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo is a fraud.
2: I love how you've learned another Olivia Rodriguez song. It's am still fun. the one I know. <laughs> At least you don't just know driver's license, that's the main thing. Oh, it's... Alright, I...
1: Genuinely, good for you is the only one that I know. That's the explicit one, isn't that? That's all explicit. She's an angsty child who needs to be mm. sent back to school. Yeah, a little bit like Greta Thunberg. But that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> I am, joking, but we're not, not a gonna...
0: climate program. <laughs> no,
1: I'm, I'm joking. I'm not. I'm it's not a good choose... job. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm joking. I'm not going to choose Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, I've no, got you got didn't one. have to.
2: You didn't have to be quite quantify that. I, be... have. I think we,
1: we might have. Uh, me and Anthony might have combined a mutiny against you. Yeah, yes, you I,
2: I have. Just watch me choose a Billy Idol song next. <laughs>
1: I would rate it fairly, as I would rate any song
0: based on my own opinions of it. Well, we'll see what you give this song, (laughs) then we'll decide if you're rating. Well, you know what
1: my opinions on this song are, so you're not expecting a very high score from me.
0: Yeah, I'm expecting
1: a reasonable score though. Scores wise,
0: Anthony, what are we? What are you thinking for this song? Um,
2: I have to say, in all fairness, it's not my favourite song by then. Um. It it can get on my nerves sometimes as well, and it can sometimes be a bit of a pain. The song, but before I came on here, I was singing it away, and you heard me singing it. And it's one of those earworms that just gets in your ear, and you can't forget it. It just sticks in there, and it's, it's just that, problem, that I'd say. line. And I think there's something. You know something there, so I am going to give this song. It's it's hard because I don't want to score it too low because it's not a bad song, but I don't want to score it too high because it's not one that
1: I because <laughs> it's not a good song. <laughs> I don't even want to come, to Ethan, for a score. I, I am really playing. sorry, and I warned you last week that this was. Oh, no, I know.
0: Happen. I know. I'm only but- I'm only playing into it. Go on.
1: Yeah, um, I'm not even gonna build up to the score. I'm just gonna say 30 because, and I'll i will explain it now. It's not a high score. I know everyone I can swore. like the song as they as they as they ex- fit.
0: I was expecting 20. a 40.
1: Oh, well, I was kind of humming humming a hand between the two. I was prepared to go up to 40 if you managed to give me something I enjoyed about it, and and sadly that just it, it isn't. Like like I said already, I spent the whole time when we were listening to the old cassette tape or the CD. Because obviously you couldn't skip the cassette. Waiting for the next song to come on. It, there wasn't anything I could sit and... Oh, well, I can enjoy this part of the song. I'll look forward to this part of the song. Before moving on to the next song. Or anything like that. It was just... Yeah, I'm ready for this to be over with. And if I were to sit and watch MTV... Like, me and my family have this tradition. Where we sit around for the TV. Fire on MTV. The different things they have on. And see what songs come on. It's one of those songs that come on. I'm thinking, really? I don't want to spend three minutes listening to this. Give me, give me, give me something fun. It's just very bland, very simple. It's something I could see One Direction writing and producing, and that doesn't really win me any points. I just don't get the appeal of it myself. But, like I said, to each their own. If you enjoy it, good for you. I personally don't. So I am afraid to bring the team score down quite a bit with my 30. I'm sorry. You
0: probably are, yeah. Um, I'm going similar to Anthony. I'm, I'm actually going to go for a 72. Because... I, I think it's, it's better than a 70, but I don't think it's a 75. Definitely don't think it's a 75. So 72, to me, is a fair score to give it. And sadly, this does put it quite low in our rankings. Mm-hmm. I think lower than it deserves, personally. Um, It puts it into 31st place, which is... I, I think it deserves to be in the twenties personally. Next week we've got guests on and their choice of song is A Song for Our Grandfathers by Future Island. So I'm sorry what? It's a song I'll put it in the group chat. It's a song called A Song for Our Grandfathers by
1: Future Islands. It's gonna be a lot more Anthony than it is Ryan. I this this same guest introduced me to this album a while ago. And it's not terrible.
0: I know the I know the band. I
1: don't know. If you, I know do, you do. You certainly have to be album. in the mood for I think this album that's coming. So depending on what mood we're all in next week.
0: Well, we look forward it, to it. It's better it
1: and... than this song anyway.
0: <laughs> we'll see about that. Um, yeah, we'd we'd like to thank thank you for listening. Um, obviously, you can write in and tell us who you think is right and who you think is wrong. if Ethan's being an idiot. Um, or you can then, share your like, own
1: opinion because you're allowed to do that Ryan yeah, doesn't quite sh- understand that concept you, as can share your own, you can share your own opinion
0: but I will tell you if it's wrong um, just, just forewarning that's a joke as well for He's those it. of you who a <laughs> little bit <laughs> um, so our, our Instagram is at song.craft.bid or our um, email is songcraft.bid at gmail.com um so I guess all you're gonna to have to do is wait on a line of greens and blues for next week's episode. Uh we hope you have enjoyed listening. And Do you think do you think
1: our episodes are that bad that they cause jealousy and depression? Yes. Because people want more. <laughs> they want more Give me more, give
2: me more Give me more
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, that's a bit now. Tell
2: me more, not give me more <laughs> I know, Tell me more, tell me more Did you get very far?
0: That's a good idea, we should review a song from Greece Yeah, let's do a
2: musical Should we do Let It Go? <laughs> <laughs> I think no, Ethan I... needs to listen to that after this episode
1: <laughs> If there's one thing I hate more than empty songs, it's musicals I feel like we should I'm going to start choosing songs just to torture Ethan now oh, Yeah, this you? is fun <laughs> Put it this way: like you're not going to get very high on the charts because I have a third of the power for scoring these. And even if you both go with the hundred, the highest you can possibly go. I say, yeah, well, you know what I mean. I have complete control over where this, where these things place on the board because there's not enough of not enough of us here to put other scores on. Throws it up the board. That, I don't it, mind it's more putting, putting songs
0: slow down on the board if it winds you up. I'm that spiteful.
1: Well, I'll just not listen to them. I'm that spiteful. <laughs> and I will not but be yeah. listening to let it go or whatever. I've managed to avoid that film up until now. I'm I to I'm with the continue. I've never, I've never seen Frozen. So, um Grease though. Grease is oh, I hate musicals so much. <laughs> the Greatest Showman was the one excuse, one good excuse for a musical. I don't really like The Greatest Showman. You're such a freak, you know that? <laughs> My The Greatest nature. Showman.
0: My- my issues with the greatest showman was one I was told it was like the best film ever before I went and seen it, it wasn't. Second no, of it's all not. Uh, second of all, P.T. Barnum was not that light a person. <laughs> Have you ever
1: read about P. T. Barnum? Yes. But, but, yeah. It's the actual How... but it was still entertaining. And the songs yeah. in it weren't bad. Which is a farce for musicals. They weren't they weren't dreadful, but they weren't great. Some of the covers they did. They had a covers album, Zach Brown band got involved and did one of them. That was great. Yeah, I think if you put rock bands doing those songs, they would be
0: pretty good. But it's like, you know.
1: Nah. You're allowed what about to put other genres actually, than rock.
0: Yeah, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, we hope you have enjoyed. And be sure to write in or DM us on Instagram to give your opinions. Feel free to argue with me. I don't really mind. I quite enjoy a good argument as we've discovered this episode. Um, but yeah, we will see you next week. And goodbye.